Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company, to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road, to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life. Because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to sit with small cap executives and talk about what's going on at their companies. With us today, I'm happy to have for the first time, not ever, because we had him back on 2013, but for the first time here in 2019, Paul Gill of Lomico Metals. He's a CEO over there. They trade on the TSX Venture Exchange under, under stock symbol LMR. For our friends in the U.S., LMRMF on the QB. And for our friends in Germany and Europe on the Frankfurt Exchange under DH8C. Now, for those of you who are new to the Miko, and that's going to be some of you, the company is focused on exploration development of minerals for the new green economy. Now, that sounds like lip service, but more than just lip service, the company owns 100% interest in Lumico Technologies. That's an inventor in technology and manufacturing electronic products. And they're also in the midst of, providing, of proving up a very high-grade graphite deposit. That's their La Luta Flake graphite property. Uh, it's a high-grade 10% plus carbon deposit located just 117 kilometers from Montreal. So that means great infrastructure and access to seaport. That project has an indicated resource of 18.4 million tons of 3.91%, and that's just in the graphene battery zone. They also recently completed drilling on the refractory zone where they've got a second resource. Here to talk about this and what's going on in the battery market is Paul. Welcome to the show. Thanks, George. Thanks for having me on. Great introduction. I appreciate it. Well, listen, you guys have done great things. And for those of you who don't know, Lamico has been doing this for a long time. They've stuck to their guns. Unlike a lot of companies that hop around to the you know, mineral of the day, they've been focused on graphite for years and years. So let's talk about that. And before we get into your project, uh, Paul, let's talk about the electrical vehicle market, because that's obviously the market you're gunning for. Where is it headed? What are the big companies, you know, the big car companies doing? Yeah, absolutely, George. Um, what we've been looking at for the last 10 years is the onset of companies like Tesla, GM uh, going electric, and a number of other ones. And what we predicted in 2008, 2009, when we started it, on this trend about the green economy was that there's going to be fantastic growth in this sector and uh, it's coming to fruition right now. So what we're seeing is uh, uh, China going all electric, uh, Germany right. going all electric, Volvo, VW, GM, everyone is being pushed by Tesla's um, success in the market. And now we're going to see, I think uh, a big hockey stick moment, electric vehicle uh, sales, and that's going to translate into some fantastic um, demand for lithium, cobalt, and graphite. So we're and, in a good spot. And I give you credit for sticking to it because, you know, a lot of us thought the electric vehicle phenomena paradigm shift was going to take place sooner. It didn't. It's taken a little while longer, uh, but it looks like we're there. You've got Bloomberg uh, Bloomberg predicting, let me read here, 
50% of all electrical vehicles on the road by uh, on 2040 will be electric. Sorry, 50% of all electric vehicles will be electric. So that's got to excite you guys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we could have uh, changed focus. I mean, we stuck to the battery materials. Um, you know, you got to stick to things that you think are going to happen and work at it. Uh, and the market was was not ready, perhaps, in the last uh, uh, five years or so. There was range anxiety, but people are getting over that now. I mean, you've got cars that go 300 kilometers. It's okay. Um, you can use that inner city. You can go out to visit um, someone 100 kilometers away or 100 miles away and get back uh, that night. And there's charging stations coming everywhere. So I think that once people get over that one bit, it's just like a gas tank. You don't have uh, forever gas in your gas tank. Good point. Uh, you know, you're going to need to charge, and that's that's fine. That's a good point. And I think uh, that's a good way to look way. at it. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about the batteries and you know some of these and how they're made up because that's a fantastic point you made on gas runs out. So don't be so worried about electric running out. I never thought yeah. about that. That's actually so simple that I'm actually I actually hate the fact that I didn't think about that first. But you know, devil's advocate, what's the battery system that's going to power electronic vehicles? Because you know, there's a lot of guys out there saying it's going to be lithium. It is lithium. It's going to be graphite. It's going to be cobalt. You know, what, what's currently, you know, lithium is currently uh, dominating, it looks like. Why graphite? Well, uh, what's really happening right now is the lithium-ion battery, as it exists today, is going to be the platform used for electric vehicle batteries. That's a fact. There is over 71 mega factories being built across the world, many of them in China, and China's going all electric. In fact, they're dictating everything to go all electric. So that, all of that will soak up uh, 15 times more graphite than there is in existence today. That's huge. I mean, we, we produce probably 150,000 tons. We're gonna be needing over a million tons of graphite in the next little while. That is what uh, is really exciting about our situation is the demands are going uh, big, 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 and we're going to have to uh, produce enough graphite to supply that market along with a couple other mines. I think there's room enough for 25 new mines. So the lithium, the lithium iron, the lithium ion battery you're saying is going to dominate, but there's so much graphite in these lithium ion batteries that that's enough for, for you guys to, to, to be economical at the end of the day, hopefully. Yeah, let me explain how the uh, the battery works and what, what's in it. Uh, the lithium-ion battery is actually uh, a nickel cathode with flakes of lithium on it, little spots of lithium. So it's the by volume, it's not very much lithium used. Okay, Mostly it's nickel. The, the material um, that's used to carry the electricity is a cobalt um, uh, uh, material. So that carries electricity, and the anode is 100% graphite. Now, the only, only other use, or the only other thing that you can use besides graphite is gold or lead. So no one's going to use gold or lead in a battery. Lead's corrosive and, and, uh, 
and dangerous to the environment and ourselves. Gold is very expensive. Graphite is going to have to be used. And the great thing about it, George, is that not only do you use it in lithium-ion batteries, you got to use it in other types of batteries as well. Graphite is that conductive material, a special conductive material that draws electrical charge in the negative, in the anode of a battery, and it's it's going to be used even if lithium doesn't get used. That's the great part about it. So it's got more of a lifespan than graph uh, than lithium alone. So let's talk about uh, the battery materials trend for the next, you know, 2019 and, two, and 2020. Is is there a trend there, and 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 that graphite is you know going to play an important role in and up and above what you're talking about here? Yeah, I think the thing to remember is that there's 220 kilograms of graphite in, I'm sorry, 220 pounds of graphite in a Tesla. So every time you see a Tesla on the road, think graphite. Every time you see, um, you know, uh, another lithium ion battery car on the road, electric vehicle, think graphite, because that's essentially where the opportunity lies. If you see your opportunity right in front of your face, you've got to take it on. And this is where we're looking at now is that that battery um, is going to be the, the, the platform for the next 20 years. Um, they're building factories. People don't build factories for five years. They build factories for 10, 20, yeah. 30 years at least. Yeah. So we know that's going to be the platform. We're going to be pumping those out. And forget about only electric vehicles. Think about all the scooters, the e-bikes, all these other fantastic transportation devices that are required. Even your cell phone uses a lithium-ion battery. So we're going to see some massive demand for graphite. There's 15 times more graphite than there is lithium in a lithium-ion battery. Just let that sink in. Even Elon Musk mentioned this in in his uh, his comment in 2017. He said, "Well, really, uh, they should rename that lithium-ion battery a graphite nickel battery." So let's hop on to okay. We know that the market's going to be big. The trend is your friend. You're right there with it. You've been calling this for 10 years, even though it's, it's, it got pushed back a little bit. It's happening, and I think we all know it's unstoppable. Devil's advocate, what role is Lamico going to play in this marketplace? Because there are, you know, there are a lot of people who claim that they're going to be you know, the battery material you know, supplier and so on and so forth. So what's, what's the role Lamico plays, and why are you so confident that you guys are going to be able to capture some of that market? Yeah, the thing that I've done, George, and I think our team has done is said, we don't want to be just a graphite player. We want to be one of the leading graphite players. In order to do that, you've got to do the hard work. And, you know, when a project goes sour or it doesn't, isn't going to be the number one project in the world, you get rid of it. And we've looked at three different projects. We've now decided upon the Lelut graphite project in Quebec, it is about an hour and a half north of Montreal, perfect logistically. Um, it's, it's 50 kilometers away from another uh, processing plant that has graphite uh, being processed and shipped, the only one in North America. So we're in a great position, but better than that, we found our first uh, uh, resource, which was 18 million tons at 3.5%. That's fine. That's number, say, 19 or 20 in the world. Great. We want to be number three or number two. So 
we had to keep drilling. So we drilled in the refractory zone, and that's where we hit these targets of 14.5% over 110 meters. Wow. That's fantastic results. And now what we've done, that was back in 2016-17. So now what we've done is we started drilling around that area, and we've drilled 21 drill holes uh, in that very high-grade area. So we're really excited about what's going to happen when we come out with results in a couple weeks. I think it's going to be uh, very interesting and game-changing for this company and certainly perhaps for the graphite market itself. I got to tell you, I love the fact because I was going to ask you the question when you're going through the numbers, the size of the resources at La Luta. I was actually going to say, can you put that into context for me? How big is that? And then on your own, you said it's number 18 or 19 in the world. So I love that context. That's great. Uh, is the second resource that you found on the, on the, in the refractory zone, you think that's going to be enough to move you up from 18 to 19 to you know, 10, 12? Where does that put you? If, if, uh, if yeah, we don't know the numbers. We don't know the numbers right now, but you know, basically, what we do know is we've hit graphitic material, graphite material in the ground, uh, and wide intercepts of it around that fourteen and a half percent area. That's exactly what we wanted. We wanted to hit that material. We know that you know, if you're fifty meters away from a really good uh, graphite hole you're not going to have zero uh, graphite in that hole if you've hit 50 meters of graphite. You just don't know the grades yet. So we're coming out with that, uh, with those grades. And I think that's the exciting time uh, right now. So we're going to uh, uh, drill that out by itself. That refractory zone may be number uh, three or four in the world. So, what the, um, the other part of it, the graphene battery zone adds, is an add-on. Now, the other thing that will blow your mind, and it blew my mind when I thought about it, is there is 12 anomalies on that property. We've only drilled two, and we've already got two very good graphite zones. And this is not in Mozambique. This is not in Africa. It's not in China or Sri Lanka. This is in Quebec, one of the best jurisdictions in the world for the last 10 or 15 years. So I look, can't wait right now, oh, sorry, Fred. yeah, right now, I mean, what we've had in, in, in places like Mozambique and in Madagascar is a, a cyclone come through, a lot of damaged infrastructure, a lot of problems. Um, there's Africa's always got turmoil in it as well. Sri Lanka's got a bunch of turmoil. Chinese groups are, are coming in. But that's, um, you know, that's something that uh, I think that we, we can avoid here. And we want uh, to provide long-term uh, solutions for the electric vehicle industry. Now, a fact that I didn't mention before, George, is the Senate uh, Committee on Mines and Energy for the U.S. Senate did a, a report in which they have received uh, uh, comments from Benchmark Minerals and Intelligence indicating that graphite anode material isn't produced anywhere in North America right now. Imagine that. Here we got electric vehicle revolution going on. We don't even make the stuff in North America. How the heck are we going to participate? We've got to get on the ball here. We're behind uh, as a country, as a nation, as North America. We've got to get on the ball. So how does that change? I mean, uh, does, is there anybody looking to actually begin that? Yeah, we, we, we are going to, to get out there and prove up 
our resource. We're going to be able to uh, convincingly turn it into a, a material called spherical graphite, roll it up into balls, and coat it in order to put it into a graphite. Oh, okay. and so there, that's, that's how we got our our stake in this. We think we can be that group that does that. Well, I didn't. I didn't know that until you just said that right now. So. You know, is that process something that you've got down pat, you're still figuring it out, or do you think you've got it, you, you, when, when the time is right, you'll have it? Yeah, when the time is right, we'll have it. We'll, we'll, we'll have to do the proper testing. There's a number of groups around the world that will test for the electric vehicle companies. They've, they've been in contact us, us, with us. We're going to be able to submit that material to them for that spherical testing. And there's a number of processes available to us. Um, we've got competitors around us as well, not too bad themselves. Nouveau Monde, uh, to the to the east of us a bit, uh, great company. Northern Graphite to the south of us. You've got Mason Graphite. All of them are ten to fifteen times the market cap of Lamico. What does that tell you? There's an opportunity here, people. Well, I'm glad you're saying it because I'm not. I'm not allowed to say it. But that's that's a great piece of information. Last question I want to ask you, Paul, is if everything goes well, your drill results go well, you're happy with everything. How long will it take? Do you have, do you have a sense for how long it'll take to get La Lutra into into production? When you when you yeah. when you actually start getting this stuff out of the ground and 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 how do you get it? Is it going to be extensive? Is it really expensive? You got to go deep underground, or is it close to the surface? Yeah, the material is all close to surface, and that's one of the first criteria. We've already done some uh, metallurgy conversion and extraction, so that's in the high 90s. Uh, so that's that's one of the things you tick off and, and eliminate. Um, it's it's got enough uh, depth to be an open pit. Those those again are one of the things that you tick off and make sure that's there. But what we also have is a is a roadmap to production that we've been developing. Right now we're at the um, drilling stage. Next will be re, uh, resource, then uh, metallurgical studies, uh, graphite characterization, um, spherical testing, resource. Then we're on to the or to the pre-economic assessment and the pre-feasibility, and then the bankable feasibility, then production. Those are all steps towards the goal of actually producing a mine. And uh, I think that once we get on the ball and get rolling and really reveal, we haven't done a big reveal right now. We're you know no one knows really what we have because we haven't released the results. I think once we get those results out there, we'll attract a lot of attention. And uh, I think the opportunity for people to look at it now is, is fantastic in the next couple of weeks before results. It's speculative, but it's worth a shot to take a look. Well, I got to tell you, that on its face sounds exciting. So it sounds like we're going to have you back here in just a couple of weeks. But I really love the way you painted you know, the, the, the path and your road and, and where you're going. Uh, and it sounds like you've you've got it all figured out and why wouldn't you you guys have held steadfast to graphite as a as a battery material for the last 10 years and you know you're on the cusp now of making that all come true so you know hats off to you and your team for you know staying dedicated keeping the company going through some of the toughest times we had the financial crisis 2009 for the globe we had the small cap market almost implode in 2015 and and Lomico's not only made it through all that but thrived so for everyone at home i think that's just quality indication, you know, quantifiable indication 
of what Paul and his team are capable of when they can get through the bad times. If we've got the good times coming, that's probably a company you want to do your due diligence in and take a close look at. Yeah, you have to be prepared for success, George. And you and I both know in this industry, that's the most important thing. Uh, success may come sooner or later, but as long as you're prepared for it, you're going to reap the benefits. Paul, looking forward to having you back uh, in the next couple of weeks. And it sounds like many more times after that in 2019. Thanks for being here. Thanks, George. Take care. You've been watching Paul Gill. He's CEO of Lamico Metals, the company trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol LMR. For our friends in the U.S., the symbol is LMRMF on the OTCQB. And for our friends in Germany and Europe as a whole, on the Frankfurt Exchange under DH8C. Now, next steps for you to do your due diligence, get to Agoracom, punch in the company's name or stock symbol, get to their hub. Look at the profile page. You're going to get all the information you need about the company neatly summarized there, easy to consume, and you'll be up, you'll be up to speed really fast. And then, naturally, you're going to have more questions. Uh, that's what we're looking forward to. Post your questions. Paul and the team will make sure they get you your answers. Everybody sees the question. Everybody sees the answers. Full transparency. And we like that about companies like, uh, about, like Lamico that are you know, looking forward to answering and being wide open and transparent. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a fantastic day. We'll see you next time.